If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, and you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked. Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 161, That's a Palindrome. That's a Palindrome. I was going to say that, and then you <laughs> said homonym, it, and I just kept saying that's a homonym. stolen. It's the that homonym of the numbers. Forward and homonym backwards. Of <laughs> Not upside down, though. I'm Ryan McCaffrey, back after means. a uh, week off due to not being here. And being somewhere else, it's but my favorite besides here, to not be at work, is <laughs> to not be here. <laughs> to not to be just here. Not be here. I won't be here next week either, just yeah. you, because just I'm on vacation. Oh, uh, you have like a legit excuse. Yeah, it's like seriously, everything is going on next week, and I'm not here. I would have totally picked another week if I had yeah. any say in the matter. A likely story. It's all my mom's fault. She made mm. wanted to do this big extended family, big group thing somewhere. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> That's so good. I know. That's really good. Uh, if that bell was closer, I'd hit it. Oh, God, it's so loud. <laughs> this is our, this is our new ears. nailed it bell. Okay, oh, it's the nailed man. it bell. It's the nailed it bell. <laughs> okay. Mitch is in yeah, charge of nailing it. Uh, Bring earplugs. There are a few high-profile video game preview events next week. Mm-hmm. That you guys More are, than a few. More than you guys are kindly covering, mm-hmm. uh, which I would love to also cover. What but are I'll they? see him eventually. We can't tell you. We'll tell you later. <laughs> Embargo buster. Boom. Embargo There's, buster. of course, the release of... Okay, okay no. <laughs> Give me the freaking bell. Give me the bell. Put the bell out of you. That's Whose enough. bell is that? Uh, I don't know. I think it's, it's Jared's. It's, it's right. the garbage's bell now. Yes. <laughs> Jeff Bell's. Uh, Destiny, of course, releases next week. <laughs> yep. This you looked that- right at me. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> Destiny releases next week. It's your game. Yeah. It's your I'm gonna, namesake. I'm going to play it a lot. There's an Apple event. There's an Apple event. Got yeah. my new iPhone. Got my 4S here. That's going in the garbage. That yeah, I'm right on. Flip phone. I'm it's very going excited. in the garbage. <laughs> no. I'll Where stop. iPhone 4s go. I don't really care uh, about the rumored iWatch thing, but I am Whatever. sort of due for a new phone, so I'm very mm. interested to see what they have at Fair the uh, What if it's a watch? I can talk to people. You mean no. like <laughs> Kit and Knight Rider? You want to be you like just talk to your every watch. secret agent? Michael Knight oh, talk to Kit. 
That's, that's Party, really help me out here. I mean, this is all anyone who wants to talk to their watch is just a dummy, a chump in my that's book. That's not comfortable. <laughs> no matter Party, how you as a do chump it. buster, I'm not gonna have any of this. I'm a chump I buster. I wish I had that bell because I'm ding it real good right now. Oh, yeah, man. I'm gonna be gone next week too. A lot of us are gonna be gone. Good. You're, You're out, out of the freaking country. Yeah, week. out of the you, continent. Where are you? Oh, right. You will suck not, at America. I won't be playing Destiny next week. You won't be playing Destiny nope. next week. Destiny's gonna play enough Destiny for all of us yeah. next week. I'm yeah. probably just gonna skip everything else because I'm in TGS. Yeah, the week after. The week after. after. Yeah, yeah, you gotta and get your fill. Wait, you, this is our last. Are you guys this is our last both? foursome for a while? What? No, Mitch is going to TGS. Mitch is. You're not. I'm planning the event. <laughs> I knew you were. I didn't know if Marty okay, okay. was. No, I've not allowed after the incident. <laughs> His yeah. passport was not yeah. anymore. He's an that. international criminal. Yeah, just for Southeast Asia yeah. and a little bit of Africa. Some of Antarctica. <laughs> That's... Antarctic flaws are out of control. Yeah. Oh, it's you. 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 You kill one penguin. Just... State. <laughs> the penguin had it coming too. It's... We all had it coming. Come on. Yeah. So, yeah, big week next week. I apologize in advance. I won't be here, but I'll be looking forward to getting caught up with everybody. I might have to turn to the Podcast Unlocked Facebook group. Facebook.com slash groups slash Podcast Unlocked. I love that it's we've built it in now. It's like it's like a knee-jerk so reaction. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring my Vita, and I'm going to ask someone to go into my apartment and put Destiny in my PS4. Ah. I'm going to see what's going to happen. I like it. A little remote play. I like it. We're gonna, I like we'll it. see if any of that works. <laughs> don't, I like don't think spoilers. that's going to work. Spoilers, that's going to work. <laughs> no. But yeah, so uh, big week next week. I won't be here, but uh, and wait, I so will be. Who are we even going to be able to do a show? Sure. Uh, Who's here? Next you're week, you're here. Destin, Finnegan's you're here. here. Yeah, Finnegan's here? here. All right. Yeah, bring and in Mitch, like, bring in Vince, who's reviewing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. a good idea. Yes. All, All right. right. So that's the plan. I'll run this boat. And as we've already we've we've said how Destiny's going to be reviewed. We, we not on the show. I tweeted it out. Oh, so yeah. yeah, that is worth bringing up. Uh, so we we were informed the servers will not the final public you know ready-to-go servers won't go online until Monday, which is when the Australian launch is, you know, uh, since they're, okay. they live in the future. Nope. That's okay. So we're being given uh, access to the Australian servers, or Austral- when when the game's open via Australia. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's when our review starts. Vince is going to review it. I would have done it. I was excited to do it, but, again, I won't be here. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. Convenient video game. Convenient. That's, yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, I really wanted to review it not only out of sheer personal interest, but when you're when you have a, a kid at home and your gaming hours are super limited, I actually I wanted to review it because then it would give me the built-in excuse <laughs> to a play it at work and b make time go. for it at home. Yeah. Well, like, now, no, I'm working. I'm working. Yeah. I got to do this. It's fine. You just got to come back, catch up on it at work. And, no, guys, I'm doing post-release content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm capturing for yeah. reviews and features. Sorry. I'm doing a That's my free excuse. feature on uh, raids. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Yeah. I got to get to level 8 million. Yeah. <laughs> and I only have a week. Yeah. So, yeah, hope you guys have a good time with Destiny. I suspect you guys, are you guys expecting any? I know we're conditioned to expect the worst with in terms of MMO launches. And let's be real. I mean, sure. this is more or less an MMO. Do you guys think the game's going to have a problem on September 9th? I hope it doesn't. I mean, obviously we hope not. Yeah, I don't know. There's enough force behind it that I feel like they're going to be ready. Yeah, I, I think, think the best, the, the beta went so well. I mean, there sure. was a little super brief hiccup first thing. And then, it, and there were what? what? What was the statistic we read on the show a few weeks ago? Like four and a half million yeah, or five insane. million people yeah. played the game. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot. Crazy numbs. During I know during so. the moon mission, like a million people played that. S- concurrently. That. Concurrently. Yeah. 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 Same time. That was like a two-hour time period. Yeah. I think I think if there's any issues, it's going to be on Sony's end, PSN. 
Uh, Why would you say that? Well, they had a little bit of hiccups during the beta when it launched, but they stabilized (laughs) quickly. So, I mean, if there's any sort of hiccup, I mean, hopefully they've adjusted for that. Yeah, you would think. But, uh, I mean, they just had that DDoS attack and stuff like that. DDoS. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. It's fair point. Hopefully nothing like that happens. So that is happening uh, all next week. Big stuff. Mm -hmm. And you'll notice no video game, no other video games coming out anywhere near Destiny because these guys are businessmen and have most of the time they have brains in their heads and realize, hmm, biggest release of the year. Big marketing budget probably shouldn't go (laughs) near it. Yeah. Let's just move away from that. Yep. Yeah, uh, PAX just happened. I've heard of yeah. that event. You we guys were, at, were, we were at there. Most of most of the people in this room were there. Everyone All in this room, people, including the mystery me. man behind <laughs> the camera. Yeah, there's uh, Sean Finnegan oh. chilling in the corner, surfing no. for Jennifer Lawrence picks back there. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, he's not actually doing that. I'm completely joking. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> for being real, he's uh, now. So, guys, uh, PAX recap for our readers that haven't been there, listeners, I should say, that haven't been there. What is PAX like in con- in comparison to other trade shows, public events, big gaming things? The last PAX for me was like this remarkable breath of fresh air of, hey, the entire industry isn't awful. <laughs> um, the last month has sort of shined a light on the gross and terrible underbelly of the industry, a vocal minority. Um, but going to PAX was awesome because it's like you – see other journalists and other developers and fans people would walk up to us all the time and be like hey we love your stuff like quick meetings doing videos with community members doing community meetups mm-hmm. um it's just it's one of those things where it's like here's thirty thousand people who love video games yeah, yeah. So um, isn't it seventy thousand it's probably yeah it's something i it's, think it packs prime yeah, yeah but it's like not that, yeah. i mean coming from gamescom though it's not nearly as terrifying oh, as gamescom. <laughs> gamescom's three hundred thousand yeah. people mm-hmm. too many people um but yeah i mean great panels uh not a crazy amount of new stuff in terms of games. Yeah. Most of it was stuff we'd played at E3. I mean, we'll, we'll, get, to, we'll yeah, get to a sure, few sure. of them later on in the news. Um, and a really cool uh, really cool indie scene. And yeah. that's always the fun part where you can go and play a game and the developers are just right there and you're just chatting with them. <laughs> Did you play um, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes? Yeah, which Man. is a, this Oculus game. It's an Oculus multiplayer game where one player... Keep Talking. Yeah. So <laughs> I, <laughs> <see>. <laughs> I like where you're going with uh, this. So they put that... Yeah, one player has an Oculus Rift on and they see sort of a randomly generated bomb that they have to defuse, but they don't know what is going on with the bomb, whereas the other players are in the real world standing behind them and they have pieces of paper with like schematics of what to do in certain situations on a wait on a tv screen on a video no game? no it's actual in pieces of paper and what? a binder and what? so and these people don't know what the bomb looks like and so the person with the oculus rift has to be like they're like well what does the bomb look like he's like well it's this weird rectangle and there's a red thing and they're like well what shape's the red thing it's like well the red thing that's is a square. amazing and they're like well does it have wires coming out of it how what many wires, wires? what colors yeah <laughs> And so it's like the the most teamwork. I, like, I don't think. Did you guys? Saw, did you you played it right? Yeah, we lost. Yeah, we lost. <laughs> we did, Hardcore. We did the first bomb, and it was like in the last two minutes we finally figured out like the best way to communicate with each other, and it was like ah, too late. We finally figured out that our binder was upside down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something we're trying to get a build in the office. Keep that would be the bus fun. over yeah. fifty miles per hour. It's sort yeah. of like speed the game. Speed that the movie awesome. the game. So specifically, tell me now. You guys were awesomely put up. Some great Halo Master Chief Collection content yeah. all mm-hmm. we, all weekend long. I mean, obviously, I've said that's that's my number one most anticipated game of the of the fall, along with Destiny. Which yay next week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we there was a panel, there mm-hmm. was a 
full hands on a tournament uh, mm-hmm. with the with the professionals in on lockout. Mm-hmm. So I want to turn. I want to actually. Uh, if yeah, maybe grab Mitch's yeah. mic for I'm a second. Sean out. Finnegan, Halo expert, Halo super fan, played some lockout. I want to hear how lockout was. Yeah, and we're talking about lockout anniversary. The the remake. We've got five of the six announced now. Right. We've got Ascension, Zanzibar, Coagulation that has gun geese on it. <laughs> we have uh, let's see, but that's three. Or am I blanking out on now? Midship. No. no. No, that's Halo that's Five. Halo 5. What were the other ones? Hold on. Coagulation. Ascension was the first one, then Coagulation, then Zanzibar. Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Yeah. Lockout. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, that's what it so was. So tell me about Lockout, Sean Finnegan. Does it does so does the anniversary multiplayer, which is, it's in an Xbox One engine made to feel like Halo Two but look like Xbox One. Does it feel like Halo Two? It feels exactly mm-hmm. like Halo Two. Uh, it's kind of weird to wrap your head around initially because you jump into this world and everything. It's the layout of Lockout. Yeah. It's the feeling of Lockout. Mm-hmm. All of the proportions are right, but it just looks so new <laughs> yeah, and yeah. polished. Like, I remember looking at the ground and being like, I can see all the different dirt and yeah. dust and all mm-hmm. this stuff. It's just yeah. really, from a design and art perspective, it's yep. really great. But I think what's most important is like, as soon as you start running and as soon as you start shooting, you're like, oh my God, this is this is Halo 2. No yeah. run was, button. You There's no run button. Spr- you you try, try to sprint. And you're yeah. like, oh, that wasn't a thing yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's exactly that same floaty sort of jumpy mm. Halo feeling that we're all used to, like mm-hmm. kind of running around bouncing at the same sort of being able to uh, – accurately judge all of your jumps based on your speed because there's like a max speed and right. then like stop and that's basically it yeah. yeah um it's really great especially on a map like lockout where there's a lot of verticality yeah mm-hmm. uh it was a lot of fun to play yeah it was great to like run and get that battle rifle right at the beginning and oh yeah just yeah. remembering how that feels remembering yeah remembering how the sniper rifle feels that's and the, how that, that was feel. the one downside is like you start out in the match and you have this smg and you're like oh my god the smg and was it, awful yeah it has like a it has a quite a bit of recoil like mm-hmm. you have to pull down in order to spray it against people and even if you unload a whole clip barely takes off their shield and like gets them down enough mm-hmm. it's we got a dual wheel back exactly yeah. yeah yeah uh but it's i was really i was it was remarkable to kind of be put into a time machine and mm-hmm. sent back 10 years to when i was playing halo 2 it felt really awesome <laughs> <laughs> so something one... has to be done about your kids so one of the new things about the map is they've implemented some changes that can be turned off, mm-hmm. but like you can shoot the stalactites and they'll fall and kill a player. Yeah. And you can take out the glass in the middle. Do you mm-hmm. see that changing the game, and how do you feel about that? So the glass in the middle change is big because that allows you yet another way to enter that sort of center yeah. area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, mid-level. That's great. Um, the stalactites thing, I knew about that, but it didn't happen in any of the games that I was in. Uh-huh. I only got to play like two matches. Was that but. that was that probably because a you were playing with a bunch of random people and b it was it was like muscle memory of playing lockout and you're you're not. So it's like you why would I ever? Yeah, you why would I ever? Your brain yeah. to be yeah. able to do that. Yeah. Well, it was probably a little bit of column A, a little of column B, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. I I am one of these guys who when I play first person shooters and when I play Halo, like I'm in it to win it. <laughs> like I don't. I don't want to be like, oh, let's go test out these new features. <laughs> yeah. I want to see all the different guns. Like, I'm in it to beat that guy yeah. and make him feel bad about playing the game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, so it's possible that, like, other people were walking around being like, oh, let's shoot the slide test. But I was not looking at that or even mm-hmm. paying attention. And it was only after my two matches that I see people on Twitter talking about how that was a really yeah. little mm-hmm. environmental thing. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. that sounds cool. But then again, it just was 
went one in, in one ear and out the other for me. Yeah, for as like cool and weird throwbacky it was to like jump back into the Halo Two engine and mm-hmm. like just all those stories, just how the game feels. That is still, I am so interested in when we get that game and all of a sudden we're bouncing between a Halo 3 map, a Halo 1 map, a Halo yeah, 4 map, absolutely. a Halo 2 map. Like, you are going to have to adjust yeah. that you are legitimately like, playing a different game every like time. Like, moving from 2 to 1, I have to, I'll have to go, oh, right, I already have the best weapon. It's right. my three-shot death <laughs> yeah, pistol. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to kill you all. And then jumping back to, you know, say, 3, I'll be like, okay, no, don't use the pistol anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to play through all of them. Uh, they also had a, a brief look at three running at 10 oh, 60 man, was... i was at the conference and saw it at 60 we, we have a video up but sadly it's a just it's, because it's off screen yeah, yeah. and it's it was 1080p 30, 30 just yeah. because of the equipment you had youtube doesn't do 60 yet they're right. working on it uh, ign does but IGN that, just does, that particular yeah. video was shot yeah but it looks beautiful like it reminded me of like seeing Halo Three for the first time. Obviously, it looks better now. Yeah, but uh, they really did a lot of updating with that engine. We yeah. do actually. I will say for those of you who maybe didn't see it, uh, I put up a thing on Friday. There is 1080p 60 frame per second f- gameplay footage of Lockout on IGN. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. that was posted on Friday when you while you guys were gone. Uh, I saw it on on the uh, Xbox media site and put it up. So if you right. just Google. You know, if you just if you just search IGN uh, Master Chief Collection Lockout, it should pop right up. Okay. Yeah, and we may even include it's a link glorious. for you because I know the footage you're talking about. Yeah, I'll I embed it, it in the podcast uh, That's post. Sweet. Although, it's, like 99% of our listeners mm-hmm. never see that. Post it's really just interesting. Get it off because when the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god!" It's it jarring, like, right? Yeah, it, it feels almost too smooth, like very fluid and like crisp. Yeah, and that's just not how we're used to seeing Halo. Yeah. because mm-hmm. Halo traditionally has been always a 30, 30 frames, frames every game. single yeah. Halo. Um, but it really does impact the gameplay. Like you feel like things are much more responsive. That they're uh, moving. You know, like how sometimes when you're playing shooters, even just that millimeter. That's not even a really thing. Like a fraction of a second delay via input lag or frame rate refreshing, yeah. like mm-hmm. that can make a difference. Mm-hmm. This eliminates all of that when I was on the floor. It felt super responsive, like buttery smooth, and it made it could it just allowed me to play the game the way I wanted to play it at the speed that I wanted to play Did it. Did it hype awesome. you more after sitting down to play? Or are you equally um, hyped? Are you less hyped? Kind of what what did it do for you getting to sit down with it? As the world's biggest Halo fanboy, I would say my hype level is always at 100%. <laughs> so I don't know if it increased my hype level, but it definitely you, made Destin? me yeah. realize that it's something that I'm going to be playing a lot of. So going to the panel, hearing the sound redesign, um, seeing what it lo- lo- what 3 looks like running at 60, because 3 was a really important game yeah, for me. Yeah, 1080p. That gets me really excited. We already know 2 is going to be amazing. Yeah. I can't. I just can't wait to play through that series again. I'm actually on your side. I was more stoked. I, it was obviously very fun to play Lockout in the Halo Two like remastered Sandbox, engine. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was actually more stoked, more hyped, uh, if you want to use that terminology, terminology about the Halo Three stuff. Is yeah. there a difference between being stoked and being hyped? Uh, both, one's more same. for surfers, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I when I first saw that opening scene and the scene that they showed during the Halo Three panel or during the Halo panel, which they revealed the first look at mm-hmm. Halo Three running in the, it's next the beginning gen. of the game. Yeah, it's yeah. the beginning of the game when the Arbiter and Master Chief first see each other and Master Chief like, hey, gets you. up no, in his hey, face. Yeah, yeah, but just that, just the, just the remastered uh, vision of the game and the music and the dialogue that's spoken very like yep. it. Oh my god, it really pumped me up for. 
for Halo. I really uh, can't you, wait to Destin, play Destin, you touched on the, la- the last thing on the Halo topic uh, is you touched on the sounds. They, they demoed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, again, you uploaded this clip to IGN as mm-hmm. well, and I listened to it over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they did a side-by-side of the Halo 2, you know, Skywalker sound remastered yeah. sound effects versus the originals. Yeah. I thought they were all, the new ones were all really good, except the overcharged plasma pistol I thought oh. was noticeably suckier compared to mm-hmm. the just iconic original. What did you, what, both of you guys, what did you guys think of the, well, all three of you, Marty, mm-hmm. if you had, were you at that panel? I was not at the panel. You were at yeah. somewhere else. So. I think I was the only one there. Yeah. So what did you think? was not there. What did you think of the of those weapon sounds that they showed off? I can see where you're coming from with the plasma pistol, yeah. and I almost wonder if it's because they cut that one differently than all the other comparisons. The other comparisons were they showed the original in action, yeah. and then they showed the new one in action. Right For that one, they did this weird thing where they cut back and forth between the two. Yeah. I think it's fine. it's fine. I don't think it's like garbage. It just, I mean, the yeah. old one had that sort of almost metallic hum to it when yeah. you were holding it, you know, getting ready for your mm-hmm. noob combo. Mm-hmm. And then the new one kind of just seemed, sounded very tinny. Mm-hmm. I didn't I just didn't care for that relative to like like the new the remaster sniper rifle yeah. sound is mm-hmm. like a just oh, a yeah. boom. A bassy yeah. like reverberating. And the, the new sound. battle rifle is sweet and mm-hmm. uh the sword the new sword sound effect I was kinda because mm-hmm. like the old one where it's like yeah. when you pull it out and the new one's a little a little more almost futuristic sounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was on the plasma pistol. I thought I, I would give them all high marks mm-hmm. except that plasma pistol one. Yeah. I like I liked them all. Uh you know, few more than others. Yeah. You know, I kind of agree on the sword. That sword that when it turned on, really like that. It's gonna be weird not grabbing it and getting that. And I you agree. can't you can't switch back and forth. That's true. It's like you can't play new graphics old sounds. Can we do the rest of the podcast where we just do a radio dramatization of a Halo match <laughs> of a Halo. with the noises? <laughs> Double kill. <laughs> Running. Riot. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. The plasma pistol didn't sound as good as it used to, and also the sword bugged me. That was the only one that straight up was like... The yeah. sword bugged you. Yeah, because that's, you know, I didn't really use the plasma pistol mm-hmm. all that much back in right. the day. Like, I'd charge it up, fire You're it too off. good to... Yeah. You, you don't need a noob combo yeah, like I do. Battle rifle <laughs> shots to the head. That's all I really needed. Uh, the, uh, but the sword I use all the time, like, especially yeah. even, and that was you consistent did. between. You were that guy who got the sword every time. Hey, man, it's part of the game, right? <laughs> part of the game. Yeah. Uh, I played a lot of, you know, sword shotties back in the day, mm-hmm. like, not in Halo 2, but in Halo 3 when sure. that came out. And the sound is consistent from game to game. And yeah. so to change it up when it's become, like you pointed out, kind of an iconic thing, that was the only one where I was like, that doesn't sound as good. But again, it didn't really bug me because all the other ones sound great. Yeah. Yeah, bugged you, but it's not like terrible, right? Well, yeah. Like as we, as I was going through the video and listening to all of that stuff, I was like, "This all sounds great." And then when that one came up, I was like, "That doesn't sound great." But then instantly, I forgot about it. So. Yeah, not a big deal, I would say. Well, good stuff, guys. Uh, great job bringing back all that Halo and everything else. Yeah, thank packs. you. It was a lot so, of fun. I have to go. I'm going to swap out for Mitch now. Yeah, we're going to tag team Musical in. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. The Canadian transition. The Mitch Canadian noises. Good stuff, Destin. Thank you. Bye, Destin. And we will. Before we get to the news and the game announcements that, that did come out of PAX, there were a couple of interesting ones, one in particular, uh, which we'll kick off with. But uh, I get to know your locksmith question comes to us this week. From uh, I'm going to go with just Zach on this one because I'm afraid I'm going to decimate his actual... Uh, maybe Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. But we're gonna go with Zach. Hope he doesn't mind being called Zach. That's I'm gonna call him Big Z. Big Z. Zach Eckert 
writes in. Uh, he's got a you know Marty. You know to sort of events of yeah. on the online the internet discourse sure. of late. This is I thought this was maybe a good question. Yeah, to, a little bit of real talk. To to yeah get get real for a minute because I actually have an answer to this as well. Uh, hopefully you guys do too. And Zach writes in and asks, uh, even though uh, guys, even though nerds are gods now, there was a time. Uh, was there a time when you were bullied or unpopular growing up? Thanks for all the laughs. Love Zach. Uh, I'll start while you guys mm-hmm. think of an answer to this. I actually, it's funny. I I actually, when I thought back, I didn't even realize I was being bullied at the time. But there was it was eighth grade, and there was. Uh, there was a kid named, I believe it was Anthony Martinez. Calling him out. Oh, oh yeah. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I'm believable. Then. Why do you think I remembered his name? All right. I mean, that's, All right. You know, it's, it, it's, uh, there's some scars in here, man. Okay. Okay. But no, this guy was, uh, it's like he wasn't like straight up mean spirited to me, but he would do stuff like in, uh, we were, we, it was PE. That was the, that was the class mm-hmm. together. And we had, the, we had lockers next to each other. So I was stuck with this guy. And he would just like, he would like sucker punch me in the gut and knock the wind out of me, like so that no and nobody would nobody else ever did that. Wait, and you didn't realize you were being bullied? Well, but you know what I mean. <laughs> At this I point, it's hard to explain. It mm. wasn't. It was, but it was like, first of all, you know, you, when you're when you're that age, you know, it, it struck you more maybe as like just roughhousing. Yeah, exactly. Right. But it still, it was just, just like bros it, being it up, bros. It ups, you know, it upset me, but sure. I didn't think of it like yeah, yeah. I didn't think of it like oh man, fuck I'm this being guy. oppressed. Just, yeah, yeah. But it's like kind of when I thought back on it later, it was just like. Wow, this guy—that guy was actually kind of shitty to me, and that was yeah. totally no, that was totally wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that was really. Unfortunately, I never ran into it in high school, um, which is kind of surprising because I was—I mean, I'm far from a of a intimidating presence now. But <laughs> I was really intimidating. like, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're that's, like uh, the great and powerful Oz. Ooh, that, that's I like, uh, it. Yeah. I like it. That's that's how. God repaid me yeah. for my <laughs> diminutive frame. Like, yeah. you shall have a booming voice. Um, but yeah, I never really ran into it in high school. Even though, yeah, I was I, back then. I was really like always the short kid, scrawny kid. I was mm-hmm. definitely an easy target physically. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, just that that one year of PE with that one kid who would, you know, he and he would do stuff like that. And it, I remember it, it really, uh, you know, being. Something that upset me at the time, but you know, thinking back, I was like, "Oh yeah, I actually was bullied." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never realized, never realized it till later in life. So, huh. if you're yep. out there, Anthony Martinez, go go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what if he like? What if he's a huge member of Podcast Unlocked Facebook well, group? Well, I'd be willing to forgive him now if he if he owns <laughs> we'll up to we'll his shadow band. You can put it behind you guys. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Love Anybody it. else got any got any uh, yeah. youthful um, experiences in this regard? To- mine's it's uh, it's such a weird thing because a like the big thing I want to tell people, like if you're in middle school, high school, and this stuff's going on, is a none of those years of your life don't matter when you get older. Correct. Yeah. Uh, well, they, know, but, they do. But, the, the people generally. The people. Yeah. It's no. You're, those li- those years matter in the sense of they're critical to your your intellectual development sure, and, and setting forming. a foundation for who you're yeah, going to be. But in exactly. terms of like their impact on your life, right? As those like, people. Yeah. That you'll never see again in yeah. two years will never matter. And mostly, like the a holes in middle school and high school, the popular kids who are, you know, jerks. Those kids end up being, you know, townies that never leave. And yep. that oh, and they're flipping your burgers when yeah, you go yeah. when you, you have, roll up in your Mercedes. None of us have your Mercedes. Success- yeah, that's not a that's not a thing. We live <laughs> when in I Sam- roll up in my zip car, <laughs> and my cre- my credit card's maxed out, so I just roll right through after I get my burger. 
Make it fast. <laughs> Make it fast. Okay, what's happening? Um, yeah, and the big thing is it's like a weird circle because uh, I, I I was fortunate enough uh, pretty pretty early on in high school I uh, I became pretty confident. I think a little bit of that was just like having a sense of humor. You're right. able to sort of get around That's all that. That's your weapon. That's right. my weapon. And so and once you become confident, none of that stuff really happens anymore. Uh, but it's a weird vicious circle because like well if maybe if stuff kept happening I wouldn't have become confident. Um, and so yeah, I mean that's always a tough thing because yeah, like we said, is trust me when you get older when you go to college and you look back on that small pond that you came from like none of that none of that matters. Yep. And to none the point of it like to me. I I remember like yes I was bullied at some point yeah. but it matters so little to me that I actually don't have any specifics at all like I sure. just don't remember. Yeah. Not that that makes the bullying okay. No 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 no, no, no of course not but it just it goes to show the insignificance of right. it long term like like it doesn't matter to me at all. Mm-hmm. Like those people and those events are so insignificant well, course, in the grand scheme of things. You guys are all pretty well adjusted people. I sure. don't want to downplay like the importance of being rec- or recognizing how bullying can affect people because mm-hmm. it does in some cases oh, like oh, yes. really mess people up and play a big part in who they are and become. Yeah. yeah. So just that, you know, in our cases we've all kind of, you know, I guess found our groove. Mm-hmm. Uh doesn't mean that it's not important. So if you're being bullied, then work it out with your friends and work it out with your support group and kind of work it, you know, just kind of make it through that situation. Don't take it, don't take it like we're downplaying it. That's no. what oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's obviously like a hugely important thing. And, and like, yeah. anti-bullying efforts are incredibly important. Well, yeah. Totally, amazing totally. Totally. Those people are all, any anybody that's partaking in that sort of uh, activity is, th- those are all severely insecure people that, sure. that are... Uh, taking out their horrible uh, self doubt and and self worth on you, and mm-hmm. in the end, yeah, they you you know you've already won basically, even mm-hmm. if it might not yeah. feel like. And it. in the end, there's always a light at the end of those awful crappy tunnels. Yep, Mitch is just drawing robots. I'm just faces. doing. Yeah. I don't know, man. I have this weird thing with drawing. It was. Robots. Uh, I I am. I guess I was never bullied. Um, if anything, I was the boy. Oh, snap. Well, yeah, twist. Wait, was your name Anthony Martinez? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I uh, I grew very fast. I was this height. I'm 6'1 now. I was this height in sixth grade. Oh, wow. So you were a monster. the opposite of me. Yeah, I was literally head and shoulders above everyone I knew, and I was all league in basketball Excellent. because of it, even despite being not that good at basketball. I right. Mean, Doesn't matter. You're tall. Get in there. Yeah, like, well, and it was more than that, too. Like, I was not... Also, I was not that tall, lurpy, lanky, uncoordinated dude. I'm pretty athletic, and yeah. I played varsity soccer and college soccer. God, we get from it. You're there. great. So, <laughs> if anything, like I was in a weirder position because I was not bullied, but I definitely was an outcast. And I, so like freshman How? year, so it's a kind of weird story. But like freshman year, I played varsity basketball and soccer. So I hung out with all the seniors and junior guys who were all like. Cool. Jocks. I'm making yeah. air quotes here for the <laughs> listeners. Theater of the mind. Um, but I thought all of them were really lame, like, as people. Like, I didn't like to hang out with those dudes. So as more of a choice than anything, I, like, was hardcore punk rock. And I was really into the music, but I donned, like, the more look. And I went to a ca- uh, Catholic school where minor things like having your hair red and in a mohawk, which is what I did in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh and wore, like, the studded belts and studs and all yeah. of my stuff. Like, that just kind of alienated. I It was like a self-imposed alienation. Right. Like, I was, in my mind, I was too cool to hang out with the cool kids. Yeah, you were <laughs> Which I now realize, yeah. yeah. Which is now, now I realize that was really stupid because if I had just 
embrace this popularity, maybe I would have. I was gonna. Maybe I would have spent more time with uh, girls People. and other <laughs> stuff. I, I was trying to put it delicately. Uh-huh. I could have finally dabbled in cocaine like I always wanted to. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of weird. And it was only after coming out of high school did I realize that I probably treated a lot of some other kids who I thought as insignificant like really poorly and went around and just felt totally bad about it. So, I don't know. Well, good for you for owning it. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's one of those things where, like – you touched Marty touched a little bit on confidence earlier on mm-hmm. because I was athletic and I guess kind of kind of smart I things came easy to me so my confidence got built up right really early on and so ever since you know fourth fifth grade I've kind of just been that confident and a lot of people criticize me for not just being confident but being arrogant yeah and uh, it took me a while to kind of realize how I had misused that like the things that have been given to me, like right. some of my gifts, and uh, it's been tough. So I mean, to kind of to kind of hear your guys' perspectives on that, and know that it's a thing for a lot of gamers out there. Even as gaming becomes part of the mainstream, like know that not all of these guys are bad. You know, sure. Not that I was. I wouldn't consider myself a hard bully. Like I never beat up kids or you're stuff them in the lockers. You're like yeah. Venom. <laughs> you're, you're the, the Venom star of yeah. every video school. game. Yeah, you're one circa. of the Watchmen. Yeah, I you're feel a like, hero, but you have a lot of problems. I feel like bullying now has taken on a different meaning right like in the age of the internet back when we were kids it was like you get stuffed into lockers or not picked at all for yeah, a team I feel and like, stuff i mean i don't know because i'm not there now but i feel like it's more verbal and emotional than physical right which a lot wor- can happen on the internet which is now. yeah worse, i mean when i was off camera worse. i was the whole, i spent the whole time reading comments toward anita sarkeesian and that was a mistake oh yeah because yeah. that is bullying yeah oh yeah. yeah and that that you know that's something that can happen that can almost be more effective now in the age of the internet than before because now your phone is always in your pocket and yeah. you can mm-hmm. always have access to it's an access terrible to people. Emotional terrorism. Yeah. And so maybe bullying has changed now for kids than it was for us. But I mean overall sort of the like the point of it is that it's not something that should be happening and people from time to time have experienced it even if you weren't quote a bully, uh, or being bullied, but you know, I don't know. It's Something that everyone can get through with the support of their friends and Absolutely. with the things that they love. And like you pointed out earlier, I think uh, you life is so long, right. and if you're bullied for a small time in it, it it's it will well, only affect you as much as you let and, it affect you. Know, you know, and if you're if you're in the position that every one of us except Finnegan was <laughs> at that age, you know, and you've you've got your priorities in the right place, which is your schoolwork and your friends and mm-hmm. good things. You know, you're, you will end up uh, doing the things that you want to do, like what we are lucky enough to get to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, you know, we had our eyes on the prize. That like I had from my goal from high school. Uh, you know, I'd been a gamer since a kid, since I was a kid, and I was a hardcore PC gamer back back in. Uh, well, Doom did it to me. I think mm-hmm. I've told the story before. So in you know '94, and so. Uh, PC Gamer magazine launched, I think, in 95, and, you know, I started subscribing, reading it immediately, and my goal, which at that point I was just entering high school, was I want to write for that magazine. Like, I'd always been, writing was always sort of my thing in school, and I was like, I want to write for that magazine, and I had that just, you know, laser focus, and yeah, sure enough, off, yeah. as soon as I got graduated college in three months, I was working in video game uh, magazines. But and, did you write... Yeah, in PC Gamer. No. 
chump. That's okay. I Dan Stapleton did. He, yeah, Stapleton <laughs> got... It's like the Goonies in the well. This was my fish, <laughs> my dream. It didn't come true. No, it's uh, it all worked out. So, yeah. yeah, you know, you keep you keep your yourself focused on yeah your goals and what matters. And uh, and if anything, it's a little bit of justice that it's more than likely the bullies you know will end up doing not a lot with their lives. Most of the bullies I know ended up doing not so much with their lives. From a very young age, Mitch wanted to draw robot faces during podcasts. Doodling garbage on these papers like (laughs) I always do. Mitch is collecting a paycheck right now. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) right now. I'm fascinated by this conversation, but I'm, I'm just, I'm listening. It's like I'm a listener of this podcast. Hmm. It's good. So, uh, yeah, there are always. uh, Hopefully, the show most is mostly fun. Every now and again, we get a little real, but. Gotta, if if gotta nothing else, you know, we have yeah, we have we have a little fun. Share maybe share a little wisdom from time to time, sure. and uh, yeah, thank you very much, Zacchaeus Eckert, Big Z. If mm. I'm getting your name correct, and if I'm not, I sincerely apologize. Mm. We'll be right back with the news this week in News Unlocked. IGN's number one Xbox podcast, the podcast unlocked presents. All right, this week in the news, little surprise PAX announcement. Mitchell Dyer, talk yeah. to me. Uh, Saints Row Get Out of Hell was announced alongside a Xbox One edition of Saints Row 4. That's a meatloaf reference. <laughs> 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 what? That's not a... <laughs> You're abusing the bell, and now I abstain from this conversation. <laughs> the uh, bell, man, that needs yeah, to it's go. Yeah, uh, it's a Saints Row... Standalone expansion for 360 and Xbox One, mm-hmm. starring Johnny Gat. And? You can be uh, Johnny Gat or uh, um, Karu, 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 What's her name? Krista. Oh, uh, the other character. Uh, the, uh, Has the she main... been in all three? Yes. Yeah. What is her name? I don't know. K- yeah. Uh, Someone with a K or a C. Are we part of the problem right now? <laughs> Probably <laughs> part of the problem. I'm part of the problem just because I don't remember anything. Kinsey. Kinsey. Thank you. Boom. You're Kinsed. You're Kinsed. Uh, so... It takes place in the city of Hell. It is an open world game set in Hell. Johnny Gat's got wings. It's basically just a way to have more Saints Row 4 without making an actual Saints Row game. Well, hmm. that's what a standalone expansion is. Yeah. Like, you know, Undead Nightmare from Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. I'm profoundly not interested in Gat Out of Hell. I, I mean, so here's the deal. You know, and we're, we're not even, there are more of these. There are one, two, three more of these yeah. to talk about. Y'all love about. HD remakes? Hope so. Welcome to next gen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talk, it's, it feels like we talk about it every week, and I feel like it's getting worse. We talked about this last week, uh, but, about doing uh, HD collections, and yeah. is it like justifiable to have games that are like new coming out again and kind of uh, reusing I mean, assets for... In the specific context of Saints Row, at least in the, in the Xbox One version of this, there's something new. It's not just Saints Row 4 ported yeah. over. There is there is a carrot on the end of the stick to say it's just to be like, well, if I already bought this bought this on 360, okay, you're at least giving me some substantial new content. Yeah. Unlike say Dead or Alive 5 Ugh. last round, I, which a is, game I didn't know I'll just skip right to existed. Uh Spring 2015 announced in a pre TGS conference in Japan. Didn't even hear about this before this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because how are they not on Dead or Alive Six by now? 
feels like DOA 5 is How are they not on this series? It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> well, since so, the movie killed, I mean. Yeah. Here's the problem. I'm, pardon me if you guys covered this last week, but it's this is now, the more these, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not singling out The Last of Us saying it's good or bad, but that Last of Us Remastered, which has been obviously a, a uh, focal point of the fanboy war, for better mm-hmm. or for worse, was sold. It was the number one selling game sure. uh, when it debuted, and it sold millions of copies. Mm-hmm. So what that does is what, what we're doing, whether we agree with it or not, what the gaming world is doing is telling publishers that this is totally okay. Sure. There's, yeah. a, there's a next-gen bubble. It's going to keep growing. We keep getting more and more of these. And yeah. Well, I mean, this week's news is four of our six items <laughs> in our news section on here are, remember that game you played? Play it again. Play it again. In yep. 1080p. Spend 50 more dollars on it. 60 more dollars Have fun. on it. Ugh. I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, Get Out of Hell, you guys saw it at PAX. Uh, People care about it. The what, video did gangbusters on it was, IGN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, what, what, what did, Marty, what do you think of this? Um, I mean, I've never been a huge Saints Row fan. Yeah. Uh, what I like that this game is doing is making uh, just getting around the world seem very interesting. I thought Saints Row 5 did that pretty well. Where Whoa, very, you're in the or future. Saints Row 4, sorry. Saints Row 4 did that pretty well. Marty! <laughs> Come on. Oh, you guys, did I break the embargo? I did first, Saints Row 5. Gets 20. announced a week after the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Saints Row 4, uh, by giving you superpowers, very quickly made traversing that city fun. I didn't quite like the things I was doing in the city, yeah. but I liked maneuvering around that city. Uh, it made the idea of cars seem silly. You never want to drive true. a car again. Uh, and this game sort of uh, expands upon that by giving you wings. And so not only can you glide, but you can actually sort of fly. Um, is it sponsored like by Red Bull? Yeah, and you, so you stuff. can fly, yeah. and then you can run up the side of a... Is it sponsored by Red Bull? It gives, you wings. it gives you wings. God. Uh, just Where's the bell? Get <laughs> no, what's the no. opposite of a bell? <laughs> Do not hit that bell. It's like a gong. <laughs> <laughs> and then a, a stick comes out and pulls you, know you off it is? stage. It's, it's, you uh, get booed <laughs> out the Apollo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I love Saints Row as a series. Mm-hmm. Four lost me because I loved Saints Row as a as a crime game. As a but as a as, as a, a silly as a silly game. crime game grounded in something real, which I think. It nailed to perfection with three. It's like it was the Evil Dead thing, right? Where it yes. starts out and it's the first Evil Dead comes out and it thinks it's serious, the serious horror movie, and it's dumb as balls. Yeah. So they embrace it in the sequel. And Saints Row Two is a little more silly. It's still, you know, still like, oh man, we need to be like hard, like GTA. But we're having fun with it. And right. Gat is like a dumb character. But by Saints Row Three, they perfected what they really needed. To the be Army of Darkness of exactly. the Saints Row formula, where it's full on, just idiocy. Where it's you know it's Kanye West's power as you're skydiving out of a helicopter yeah. into a <laughs> but Playboy I feel loft. like Saints Row Three is Evil Dead Two, whereas we're getting to the point now where this is Army of Darkness, where this no, is taking it and pushing know, it man. so far that's something different. See, but I like the power fantasy of Three more than I liked yes. it in Two because you were it was over the top, but it was still like oh we're still doing it's like believable. It's grounded it's, stuff, no and silly stuff. But yeah, you're totally so that's right. what I'm saying. I like think that's Army great. of Darkness is like way out there, like teleported to another yeah, land. Yeah, Army of Darkness is Saints Row Four and right. This meatloaf thing. Yeah, you know, the difference is Ash is an interesting character and the boss is not. Like, it's just a dumb video game avatar that isn't interesting or it doesn't yep. have any personality. And the characters around you do, but watching them, like, become superheroes or aliens or whatever. Or Keith Davids. I, I just don't care. Like, that mm-hmm. is Come not. On, player. Like, what makes Saints Row interesting to me isn't the absurd, like, super powery stuff you're doing. It's doing silly things in the context of a, like, a gang war. Mm hmm. And now it's you're in hell as a dead gangster with 
that open. Uh, I just with the wings. I just don't care. They can fly this, around. Like I think it's fine. I, I but feel I like do not think I will ever play this. I ever. feel like that Volition, the developer, longtime de- developer of Saints Row, obviously, that they've kind of painted themselves into a corner with this series. And I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not saying Get Out of Hell's bad. Obviously, there's a lot of interest in it, and it might turn out to be super fun. But I kind of feel like three was where I wanted them to be mm-hmm. just personally where where i was most interested in yep. saints row and now they've gone to a place where uh i'm just i don't know if i'm prepared to follow yeah i don't know they have weird stuff in three like the tron bike stuff but those were still those were within <clears throat> there was contextual sure it was logic like dumb computer program stuff but now it's like you're you were a toilet in that computer simulation yeah, by the way. yeah. you were literally playing as a toilet See, it's hard for me to take something seriously if it's... And not that the devs don't take it seriously, but if that seems to be the case, like if they don't take it seriously. It's just such a bummer that Saints Row 5 can never be the game that I want it to be. What's, what is the game you want it to be? I want it to be Saints Row 3 2. Like I'm it's, with you. 3 plus 2 equals 3 plus 5. Two equals five. Boom. But it's going to be... like No matter what they do, right? Like you, <laughs> Do not don't hit touch the bell. that bell. Uh now, if they do that, if they go back to being just a crime game, it's going to be regressive for them. It's not going to be, well, how do we do bigger, better, more crazy, wacky, fun time stuff? It's, well, now we're a crime game and we have, like, the new Kanye song. And that's not going to be enough because the expectation now is stupider stuff constantly. But we do get – entertainment franchises always get to a point where they get too bloated and too big and eventually they – Reboot and sort of get back to the basics. Sure. sure. Yeah. I mean, everyone, Where, when are we getting to that point? Yeah, with I mean, Saints everyone Row. sort of is is uh, waiting for Call of Duty to go back to World War Two at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like that gaming gaming can be very uh, cyclical, especially if we've gone a few generations. I mean, look at Doom. Doom has yeah. now come full circle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, granted, true. it's only over the course of this is the fourth game. I was going to say, and it only and took them rebooting Doom four or five but, times. You know, yeah, that's uh, the the. The path is a strange one, but nevertheless, you know, we had the first two Dooms were classic. Ten years later was Doom 3, which went in a different, you know, survival horror-y kind of direction. Spooky closets. Yeah, monster closets. And then through numerous <laughs> bits of drama and uh, many years, we are now getting back to a Doom reboot where it's back to the the basics, the core yep. fundamentals yep, yep, yep. of what... Do- what made Doom Doom yeah. in the first place? Just want another notch in my Doom belt. Speaking of notch, <sighs> nice one. Do it. Keep going. Oh no, you I, got don't, this. I don't even care about uh, Microsoft or Minecraft Xbox One this Friday. This is, Friday, this week. Yeah, out now. If you're watching this next week, fee, if right. you already got it on the 360, and all your DLC transfers over free. So like playing that game on PC, PS3, PS4, iPad, Xbox 360, Vida, Epod. Now you Vida, can play it on Xbox One. Jaguar. Uh, and twenty dollars if uh, you're buying this for the first time. All right. So we're gonna mark the time code. It's Minecraft for Xbox One will be the best selling game, game in the entire. No, no, hold on. The best selling Xbox One game ever. Yes. By the end. Yes. By you know eight years from now or whatever it is. And until GTA Five releases, it will be the biggest. It will be the biggest selling. It will sell more than. Game. And I'd like, to, and I will say, I believe that also will apply to the PS4 version of Minecraft. It will be the highest-selling PS4 game. Yep. I don't get it. What is the fascination with this game? I don't. Like, understand. I played it. It's Legos. 
but it's just we're too old. That's the problem. Maybe that is the thing. We, we are played, too old. I don't know. I played Rust, which is you know it's inspired by Minecraft and it's not. But there's but there's a narrative. Well, not a narrative, but there is a sort of gameplay structure to that. It's not yeah, as freeform as Minecraft. Because you know it's Legos have no structure. You yeah. make the structure. You create the structure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are, you know, Rust. You're out there, sort of. There, there is a loose structure that you are then creating. Right, the context creates the kind of player right. narrative. Whereas yes. this is like, have fun Just with whatever. blocks. All right. Buildings or going to dump out the chest <laughs> yeah. of, of, of you blocks want. and yeah. arrange them how you will. Tradition, it may just not be, I mean, I know it's not my type of game. Traditionally, when you drop me into a game and you're like, do anything, my instinct is to be like, well, I'm going to do nothing. Yeah, I'm going to go. that's what I normally would like to yeah. do is nothing. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Is kids you now. You build a couch and just lie down. <laughs> kids, exactly. kids now, I mean, uh, I have a uh, 10 and, what, an 8-year-old nephew, and it's, their whole life is Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's, it's it is, their Dota. I mean, but what's cool is they actually, they also play with Legos. So mm, Minecraft has not replaced Legos. It has simply complemented it. Yeah. So, it's the digital version. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just waiting. Why? Wait, just wait for the day where there's a. I'm, in fact, it probably already exists a Minecraft Lego set. Yep, that's a thing that exists already. Yeah, I'm Isn't not it's just Legos that are different colors. Have I not unboxed? Yeah, 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 yellow it's, dudes. It's, it's creepers. Creepers and yellow yeah, square blocks trees. With blocks with like dirt bottoms and green tops. And Over the whatever. weekend, I was at this Sounds Labor like Day barbecue <laughs> where I had some cousins visit um, from the East Coast who I had never met before. Like, well, actually, long story. My cousins' kids. So I guess they're my second cousins, second niece, nephews, whatever. I don't know. They're like don't marry. Or, yeah. Whatever. Don't marry them. That's still too exactly. Uh, he <laughs> also their children. <laughs> he's kind of. He was kind of an awkward kid. He's like twelve years old. Like I said hello to him, and he was like hello, and he didn't say a word to me. But he was playing Minecraft on his computer yeah. at this barbecue. He didn't talk to anyone. Just played Minecraft, and. I asked him if he was into games, and he was like, no, just Minecraft. And I was like, you don't play anything else, even on PC. And he was like, nope, just Minecraft. And he played it all through the party, and I imagine <laughs> that he plays it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, can anyone did, – did any of you play it on 360 or on PC, like, extensively? I just I, – the thing is I know I would like it if I sat down and devoted myself to it, but – there are too many other things I want to play, yeah. yep. and I just I, – I can't. I, understand I feel like that, that, that type of great. game yeah, takes care. away from – like when we have to prioritize things because there's too much for us to do and balance a normal life, I feel like that alone has prevented me from kind of getting into it. Sure, the struggle is real. Yeah, it's too real. <laughs> it's time to bring up Dota. Uh, no, at least Dota, you can win. No, I'm gonna hit. End. I'm gonna. True. I'm gonna whack Mitch's head with the bell if he brings up Dota. I already did twice. <laughs> you just weren't paying attention to Dota. Keep defending those ancients. <laughs> Here comes. Brace for it. Um, man, it'd be really crappy if you killed Mitch and he came back as a zombie. Resident Evil Revelations 2 is coming next year. Oh, you year. skipped oh, one. Yeah, skipped but go the segue still but works. But everything's still a zombie. <laughs> uh, well, we'll go to Resident Evil 2 first because I went there. Uh, it's coming out on uh, it's Xbox One and 360, right? It's Correct. Yeah. Probably the PlayStations as well. Yeah, I'm guaranteed. So you have me down as talk to me about this, Mitch. I have literally no idea. Well, you played the game. first one though, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The first Resident Evil Revelations was, you know, kind of like in the we were talking about the reboots. You know, Resident Evil Six is such a departure and a weird game for that series. Revelations was much more of a grounded uh, return to form for mm-hmm. that series. Lots of exploration, finding keys, and doing weird things, and having limited resources and mm-hmm. ammo. And I like this. I like where this is going. It was like, it felt like, oh man, this is like the Resident Evil game I want. Yeah. I'm sort of more excited that next year we're getting uh, Resident Evil remake remastered 
yeah. for everything, as well as this game, as opposed to just whatever Resident Evil 7 is going to be. Yeah. Which I assume Resident Evil 7 is just going to be like a tear it down and rebuild it. That's going to be one of those examples where it goes very much back to Yeah, the I mean, it would be great if it was like, forget it, like here's Chris Redfield in a mansion, whatever. That kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's your marketing tagline. Yeah, yeah. you did it. Whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> Revelations 2 is, uh, we don't know a whole lot about it, but the screenshots they've released have been like, Really reassuring. The art in that game is just really dark. Yeah, everything is has this like amazing atmospheric, dark mood to it. Where like in a prison, it's just it's emptiness and it's almost like you know when you finish the the hospital in Silent Hill two. Yeah, and there's nothing in it and you know you're fine, but it still has that overwhelming dread. It's yeah. got that kind of look to it, where you're you're alone and it's the opposite of RE six where you're never alone because yeah. you got co op buddies and there's yeah. twenty thousand zombies everywhere. <laughs> Uh, I would love to see more of this. We're going to see a bunch of it at TGS, I would assume. Capcom, yeah. you know, that would probably be one of Capcom's biggest games. Sure. I'm really, I'm really excited that I am now excited for what the future of Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Oh man, true. So, Weird so times. Weird yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. Like that was the last thing I was expecting to see from that Silent Hills. Yeah. Like the last game, the last Silent Hill I played was two on yeah. PS2. Missing out in that room. Two? I think it was. Yeah, that was PS2. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and in other zombie new versions of somewhat old things news. Want to buy an old game? Uh, this Xbox is one, one. yeah. So, I mean, State, State of Decay, year one survival edition, has all the DLC running yep. in 1080p, spring. Got it. Uh, yeah, again, it's like you can just play this. So, this has had, I think, more than four title updates on wow. 360. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a, it is a $20 game. So I'm sure the year one edition is probably going to be like sixty bucks, if I had to guess. Yeah, that would be crazy. I mean, I mean the PC version was only twenty. Oh, right? good. Well, but uh, but who knows? In any case, I yeah. mean, play it now. It's awesome on 360. Sure. There's no real need to wait till spring. Maybe it's going to run a little better. But they kind of cleaned up all the technical, most of the technical BS with all the. Yeah, I was going to say it yeah. didn't really strike me as a game that's going to benefit a lot from no, new hardware. Not really. Right? I mean, I, I, and in passing, it packs. Looking this, at this, this game, is, it's like, yep, that looks like the PC version. This game is mm-hmm. legitimately one of my favorite XBLA games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's top five. Yeah, wasn't it like your dark horse for game of the year? It like absolutely was. It, it yeah. was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was on my short list. Yeah. This awesome. is a game that it's kind of the. And I think I may have said this in the review. It's it's the zombie game you've always wanted to play in the sense that, oh, there's permadeath and I have a party with uh, survivors and relationships to manage. You know, People will like bail on you if That's you're not awesome. taking care of them. God, I did want to play this um, game and I never got it's, to it. This game is so good. And I gave it an 8.9 at the time largely because it did ship with a lot of just technical hiccups mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which have since many of which have since been ironed out yep. so this is a game that should not be missed um i mean this is a game that it, it was really on nobody's radar including ours mm-hmm. we finally got to play it because on paper it always sounded cool i remember it had been at pax a couple yep. times yep, yep. you'd seen it mitch we'd and seen early builds and it was like this seems interesting but yeah. it's kind of busted right and then finally it came together at the end and greg and i did a series of let's play videos where we just immersed ourselves in it and had an amazing time and those videos blew up too because i think everybody sort of saw that it was just they were people were just coming along for the ride and then yeah it turned out to be a phenomenal game so if you want to hold out till spring and probably pay a premium for it in 1080p it is coming bundled with all its dlc to xbox one but i say just go play that bad boy right now on your 360 
unless you've traded it in for your Xbox One, in which case I totally understand. <laughs> it's an expensive-ass console. <laughs> then in that case, buy the Xbox One version. But Great game. Yeah. Highly recommended. Marty, you seriously, you would love it. No, I know. I, I was being like flippant about it when we were yeah. off air, but this is one of those games that I was bummed that I didn't put the time of day into when it first came out. And uh, hopefully, I mean, spring looks terrifying again this year, <sighs> God, especially yeah. February. But hopefully when this comes out, I'll have a little bit of chunk to carve out and, and dip into this. Batman gets first priority for me in the spring. Oh, my God. I forgot that was And Evolve and Witcher. (laughs) Battlefield, probably. (laughs) Battlefield, yeah. You know, we should, for IGN's Game of the Year awards this year, for 2014, we should legitimately have one of the awards be Remake of the Year. Hmm. Remaster of the Year. Because there are... Uh, I just don't want to encourage this. so many of them. Well, we could do it as a goof. Maybe it's not an official award. Maybe it's a podcast unlocked award. Swing copter. Granted, I guess Master Chief Collection... Stands to be the favorite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we haven't really sat down with it yet, so we don't know. But um, God, we should put together a list of all of them because it's getting terrifying. It's out of hand. At this point, it is out of hand. But that's the thing: if you, it, it runs the gamut, right, between the obvious cash-ins and uh, the ones that might the, actually the Master it. Chief yeah. collections that go way above and beyond. Sure. So we'll see. Uh, oh, this last one's good. Finnegan, were you a Titanfall guy? I was. Were you one of the ones that was on the IGN comments on Titanfall threads going, it's only 6v6, that's so not next-gen. Oh, and there's AI? <laughs> that's dumb. Why can't there be 39 players in this game? No, number that Number one, Ryan, because that's an odd number. You can't do that. <laughs> I wish, silly. I, wish I could take credit for doing some of that, but no, that was not me. Um, so, yeah, this new Titanfall update does 8v8 pilot only, no Titan and then no AI mode. Oh, good. They took out all the stuff that makes that game interesting. <laughs> right, basically. But, but, and, you know, bear with me here, but I played quite a bit of Titanfall, and uh, I couldn't ever run with, like, Alfredo and his crew because he was, like, literally professional. He's so good. Uh, at that game. But uh, one of the things that he and I and those guys would always talk about was the balancing mechanism between Titan control Absolutely. and pilot control. Yep. And it... One of the things that was pretty difficult, even for the good teams to do, was upset someone's Titan control, even with great teamwork from a pilot mode. And so, like, the idea that there's going to be a newer sort of no-Titan mode where it can be just gameplay based on uh, pilots, like, that sounds really interesting to me and highly competitive. And maybe, maybe, if it had come earlier, you would have saved the competitive scene there. Yeah, yeah I, I mean... I feel like Titanfall really has fallen off. I don't know anybody who plays it anymore. I, yeah, it's you know, awesome. Well, he even retired. Are they done? Yeah, they retired professionally. I, I think you know, for me, it. Titanfall was uh, it was a bit overhyped, and I am a hundred percent guilty of contributing to that. And that's one thing where that game actually sort of showed me, like, yeah, I really need to be a little more realistic and and take a higher view of things. You know, it didn't. It wasn't the you know the the next best thing since sliced bread, but. I don't think you can take away the fact Titanfall was and is a phenomenal mm-hmm. multi. It's probably the. I mean, it, I think it is the best multiplayer experience on the Xbox One. Well, that's definitely true. It's, yeah, I mean, I think it. I think it did live up to the hype, right? I mean, it was enormously well. I th- and anticipated, but I think it achieved a lot of its goals. It did, but I think what held it back was it really did feel super bare bones to its detriment when it came yeah. out with no proper single. Like they, they had a thing called a campaign. 
which, which was wasn't a, a single-player thing, which w- you you had to do it to unlock the customizable other Titans. They then patched in something so that you don't need to do yeah, that, and making now no it one goes in there ever. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the other, I mean, and it just it had so few game modes. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, I think, if the Titanfall that exists today had been the shipping version, I think the longevity of Titanfall might have been a little stronger. Yeah, you're right. But, but I also think it's such a it's such an incredible foundation to, to build a franchise. Hundred percent, yes. Whatever Titanfall Two is going to be and wherever it's going to be, um, can you know build upon what worked, fix what didn't work, and be something super special. Yeah, I so, agree there. But uh, by the way, did anybody happen to notice? You know, remember when everybody was going, you know, the inter- <laughs> burning the internet to the ground over the whole six v six thing? Yeah. And now, uh, you know, remember Destiny came around with Crucible, and that's six on six, and nobody seemed to bat an eyelash. How about that? Funny how that works. Yeah. A good old multi-platform game. Yeah. Buddy, yay. <laughs> Worst company in America. I can't wrap my head around why people think it's a next-gen thing to have more of stuff on a screen. Like, that's... As opposed to just something that is better. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the, the analogy I always liken it to is, do you remember... Uh, was it Attack of the Clones when there's like that huge Jedi battle in the arena, in the arena. and there's literally just thousands of things flying around the screen and yep. lasers and shit like you don't know what to no, look at. No, I don't actually remember that. It is, it is an <laughs> yeah. incomprehensible fight. It's scene. incomprehensible and it impacts the visual style and impacts the storytelling. It makes it all worse. Not that that movie wasn't terrible to begin with, Correct. but just it makes it even worse. I don't think this is another classic example of more is not always better, especially sure. for competitive multiplayer. Again, I will go back to Counter Strike. Counter Strike five v five, and it's <laughs> never ever been anything 5v5, else. Five v five, one map. Nobody wants to play anything else. <laughs> and it's, it's but it's no mag. hugely successful after fifteen years. Hugely Christ. successful. Mag, remember that? Yep. Nope. nope. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, eight v eight sounds like a good mode. Like that's for how big the maps are in Titanfall. That's actually and how mobile the players are. That's a that sounds really good to me. That sounds very balanced. So, yeah, yeah if you've been jonesing for 16-player Titanfall, you yeah. finally have your wish. There you go. Via Titanfall Update 6, dropping on Xbox One first, and then they'll get it out on 360 shortly thereafter. And Don't eventually PS4, right? And PC, of course. Sigh. Well, this is, an Xbox, <laughs> this is an Xbox podcast, Mitch, so we don't I mean, need to bother mentioning I like to be, I like to be inclusive. Well, I appreciate right? That's true. I appreciate that. Marketplace Report. Mitchell Dyer, what can we spend some hard-earned cash on? You can on? spend money on Warriors Orochi 3 Ultimate. Is that what that game's called? Ultimate on Xbox One? Uh, so if you missed that hot Warriors Orochi 3 on Xbox 360, now you can get the next-gen re-release. Don't do that. Or don't. Nothing on XBLA this week. Forza 5 is free this weekend, though. Just for the weekend. It just unlocks. Yeah. It's like a free play weekend, and then you download it. It's a big, big file, to be fair. Yeah, but so you'll spend Friday downloading it and Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Sunday forgetting that you have it and then <laughs> stop it. And then, then you might want it Monday because 4 to 5 is awesome. Like, if you want to... And all, all your achievements count. So whatever you hmm, can dang. whatever you can unlock... So this isn't a demo. This is you get this the 4 legit, to 5. You, it just locks again That's on awesome. Monday unless you you pay for it. Now, 4 to 5 is great. I mean, it's free. If you want to play 4 to definitely check it out. Uh, Warframe I mean, What else are you going to do before until Tuesday when Destiny comes out? You could play Warframe, which is also free. Also free to play? Diablo with me. It's true. Why aren't we playing well, Diablo? Why aren't we playing Diablo? Are you playing know. on Xbox One? Yeah. Yeah, me too. What let's, level are you? Let's, uh, I don't play, I just I don't play like games with the devil. or something like that. <laughs> you slay well, the devil I don't play game. Devil's Third. I don't play Devil's Crest. I don't play Devil Crush. What about... Oh, that's the pinball I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good times. Turbo yeah. graphics yeah. for the win. What? I don't play Devil Summoner. You're Devil May this. Cry? I don't play Devil May Cry. 
Whoa, you're missing out. I don't play anything with red characters. <laughs> I don't like Mario. Did you watch, did you watch Devil's Advocate with oh, Keanu Reeves? I never watched Devil's Advocate. <laughs> the Devils do. Devils, uh, get out of here. Uh, most importantly, though, oh, yeah. no, I skipped the thing. I mean, I guess it's cool. Dancers of Spotlights is going to be out. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Ten songs. So we didn't bring that up when we said we were sort of poo-pooing the fact that it's free with the new $150 Connect. It's free, but it's $10 free. Exactly. It was mentioned, but it's like the Connect is $150, Spotlight is $10. Okay. By the way, uh, yeah, it's I obviously didn't get to chime in since so I wasn't didn't get here the last hate week. That the three of us did. No, but was... I will say that I I fully expected it to be one fifty when they announced that they were going to sell the Connect separately later. I just thought there was no way it would be more than a hundred. Nope. The reason, you know, I'm sure you guys cover this, but they're creating, they're trying to artificially create value for the five hundred dollar Connect bundle. That's why hmm. this exists. Sure. Oh God, you're right. It's like it's we'll just buy the five hundred dollar bundle. Yeah. See, cheaper. the five hundred dollar one's a good deal because connect. If you buy them separately, it's five fifty. That See? is devious. That is a hundred percent what's going on here. I know Phil Spencer listens. He's gonna email me and be like, "No, Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> don't do, don't say that." But that's what it looks like to me sitting here as yeah. a, a loud mouth on the internet. It's just such a bummer that it's a hundred. No, really. I mean. Because it's a good device. Like it I is, always it is, tell people, it like, is a legitimately good device. One. That's it's great for navigating your system, except it's, for Netflix, which they apparently took yeah, Connect we, out of. We're gonna yeah, that's perfect segue. Uh, well, no, it works. We actually tried it at Destin's desk just before we came in to do the show. Yeah, they've changed a bunch of it, and, and somehow made so- it less. Uh, Voice Less friendly, yeah. Like, is it not like next page, next page? Just well, select one. Yeah, the there, well, there we still were, is a next page. Feature. We were it's unable just... to select specific things with our voice. We were able to say next page, previous page, but when we wanted, uh, what was it like? like what, particular show icons. two or yeah, what, play one or play, play one. Two. Yeah, How am I used to be to select bring one or up select two. Episodes of Louie Andy to pizza at the same time. Well. Click a button. Get grease on your gamepad, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird because, and that may actually be a bug. Like, I don't imagine Let's that hope they. so. I don't imagine that they would uh, update Netflix to show commands that register when you say them to your Connect and then not work when you do say them. All right. Um, but yeah, the layout is different. Uh, the navigation is different. But someone had tweeted us saying that voice recognition was removed completely. That does not appear to be that the case. That does not appear to be the case. Yeah. We were able to do some some stuff with our voice. Yes, including going to Netflix, moving pages up yeah. and down menus and stuff, and uh, the weird bug presenting. Maybe it's not a bug, but maybe it is. It strikes but, me as a bug when yeah, we try I, to select particular icons. Just to circle back real quick, Mitch. Yeah, I mean, I, that, I 100% think they're artificially creating value right. for the $500 bundle oh, yeah. with the $150 Connect. Connect. But... And and we know that Connect does still cost Microsoft a good chunk of money, so they're not. We know it costs somewhere in the neighborhood of a hundred dollars for them to make. And but, then they have to ship it, manufacture it. I still agree. I mean, it. I would like to see it be one twenty. I think that would be a little more reasonable. Um, but yeah, one fifty is like, come on. Yeah. I, I if they do they do they really think that I mean. They really think they're going to sell that many of them at 150. I guess we're going to find out. I know there allegedly there are people way smarter than us at Microsoft. I would love to see the sales numbers in a month. I think you got to go with $99. Best price point ever, proven. Yeah, then people it looks then it looks like it's, a, it's less than three three figures, right? I'll sell you this watch for $99. Boom, wow. done. Best, Deal. best price, price yeah. ever. Fact. Uh, if you don't like spending money, Games with Gold this month is really good on Xbox One. It is One. really good. Super Time Force. Is that Super Time Force? 
Xbox One. Ultimate, or is that... Our Ultra? I don't think Ultra's out on Standard. Ultra, right. Xbox That's yet. just PC, right? It's just PC. I believe it's coming in. All right. That's fine, because yeah. Super Time... Oh, yeah, because the, the PC version has Steam-specific characters. characters. Yeah. Uh, it, Super Time Force is awesome. Yeah, super Absolutely cool. download it for free. Yep. Immediately. It's yeah. great. Uh, back half of the month has Crimson Dragon, so if you spent $150 on Connect and want to play a bad game... I think both those games are free the entire month. Oh, wow, really? Yes. Awesome, that's great then. And that's, then I think, a, that's the way smarter way to handle yeah, it. Yeah, and then I think the, the 360 games are split in half, which are Got also it. really good. Monaco for the first half of the month. Monaco is incredible. Amazing four-player competitive co-op stylish bank heist game. UI, kind of a disaster game. I don't fun. think the UI is kind of a disaster. Uh, not a fan. Point, counterpoint. Suck it, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> second half of the month, Halo Reach makes perfect sense. Throw the bell at his head. Yeah. And at some point in October, they should have Halo ODST. Yeah, Halo Reach. You don't going to get Master Chief Collection? Don't got Halo Reach? I, I bet October's going to have Halo Wars or ODST. ODST. Probably ODST. That's a fair bet. ODST. Man, we still forgot. my favorite game. Uh, did, you, you, really? did you guys make predictions awesome. last week? No. We no, forget. We didn't do right. it. We'll try to do it at the I end of September. I would have got none of these. <laughs> I, there's no way I would have got any of these. Not I might have guessed Reach. I feel like we would have guessed ODST like we always do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dark Souls. Yeah. yeah. Dark Souls again. Yep. You know what? This Phil's going to love when he hears this. All right, great. Here's what I think they're doing, Reach for free. It's to remind you how good the Halos that are in Master Chief Collection are. <laughs> it's to, yeah. it, will, it will seem better when you play Reach, and, you, and then you'll play Master Chief Collection and be like, these games are so good. I'm so glad I'm Have getting this. Have this one. That's, Don't hate on all Reach. Right Reach was best. awesome. I like Reach. Ugh, multiplayer was good in Reach. I can't. Oh, no, see, I what? The campaign was great. No. It's the multiplayer. Oh, you're you're a madman. Paint by numbers campaign. No. no good maps in multiplayer. There were a couple. It's like, not a bad game. It's a bad Halo game. I don't like armor lock. That's why I hate the multiplayer. I, like I thought the, the campaign was great. Love that I thought the campaign was cool. I thought some of those maps were good. I can remember one of them. Powerhouse. Powerhouse is the, is the only one. In the, with like the dam in the middle yep. or whatever. Yeah. That's the only one I remember. I remember the two maps from the beta is what I remember. Sword base. Yeah. Sword base, I couldn't stand because if you didn't take the jetpack, you were pretty much hosed. Yeah. God. That campaign. I ugh. Gross. Gross. I'm done. Bring on the Master Chief Collection. Yes. Yeah. Or ODST. ODST is good times as well. It's good people. <laughs> if video games were people, ODST would be good people. That's right. All right. Uh, <laughs> come ra- <laughs> be right back with uh. a little trivia action. Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? All right, unlock block trivia. It's relevant with Madden, newly released. And hey, Madden NFL 15 on Xbox One. Hmm. Excellent game this year. So I've heard. Game looks real good. Yeah, big step up from the launch game that accompanied uh, the Xbox One's release last year. Extra kudos. So I'll take a minute here. Extra kudos to the EA Tiburon team because... I think I've said this on the podcast before, but sports game developers arguably have the most thankless and difficult jobs in all of game development because they have to make a game every year on a nine-month development cycle. Because when you factor in testing and certification and shipping and the actual release, it's nine months that they have to make the game each year. And so when you complain every year, like, where's this feature, where's this feature... The developers know that. They literally have to They have to pick and choose. Like, well, what do we have time for this year? Mm. So the fact that Madden su- took such a huge step forward on an even shorter development schedule, because remember, Madden normally comes out end of August. For This Xbox One version came out in November. So they've done this in like eight oh, months, seven months. They knocked it out. 
So bravo to EA Tiburon. And uh, Joseph Knuckles. It's a solid name. Sounds like a character on Boardwalk Empire. (laughs) Coming to us from early Iowa. One time? (laughs) You heard it. You got it. He writes in and asks, uh, for which, by the way, he wins a podcast unlocked prize pack, simply for having his question chosen. Who was featured as the cover on the last Madden football game that John Madden himself did voice work for? Was it Brett Favre? See, that guy's penis. Vince Young, <laughs> Drew Brees, or the year when Troy Polamalu and Larry Fitzgerald were both on the cover. Can you say that name one more time? Troy Polamalu. It's my favorite it sounds like one word. Troy Palomalo. He's the head and shoulders guy. <laughs> great. The long, gold, luscious locks that he does the shampoo commercials. Troy Palomalo. I'm picking that <laughs> one because his name makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a tauntaun. <laughs> Troy Palomalo. <laughs> 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 it's like the droid that floats over oh, the house. Troy Palomalo. It was the probe droid. <laughs> yeah, Tauntaun's just kind of going. <laughs> that's the Tauntaun. I yeah. can't do that, R2. Troy Palomalo. All right. Mitch is going with Troy Palomalo and Larry Fitzgerald. Sean Finnegan. I'm going to go with Brett Favre. You're going with Brett Favre. that's the only one I know. I'm going with Vince Young because he's underlined. I'm going to ruin the illusion. And Ryan said that doesn't necessarily mean it's right. But I think it is. God, I hope it's right. <laughs> you took the bait, my friend. Yeah. No, he. It is. It is in fact Brett Favre. Oh, oh, you trying to trick me? You got, got. You got Johnny Gadded. Totally got. Why did you I, underline? I, I just rung. I didn't. Is it a hyperlink? Joseph, Joseph did. what you doing here? You're He's, breaking my he heart. He played he you th- for a fool. He threw you a curveball. That's a Thanks baseball yeah. joke. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Brett Favre had, had wiener picks on the internet. That's why I said I saw that wiener. Long before they were cool. Long before they were cool. That t- he didn't hack it. He just sent it to people. <laughs> was, and they, they didn't want they didn't it. Come so from they didn't come from his like, iCloud account. Everyone. He's so they gave it to TMZ. He, he's in Wrangler Jeans ads. He does not have an iCloud account. That fool has a Nokia Crazer. Motorola Crazer. <laughs> he's flip phoning. Not a lot of megapixels in those nudes. Congratulations, Joseph. He won something. <laughs> Prize pack. Good stuff, Marty. Yeah. Some dried beets. Get us out of here. Number one, get us out of here. All right. Oh, man. Uh, I'm at DMC underscore Ryan. At McBiggity. Two yeah. T's, two T's. Yes. Tweet me nice things. At I am... The letters I M Finnegan. Instant message Finnegan. I feel like I have to change right. that. Maybe. Maybe should I start saying that? Because no, then people will follow I N S T A N T, etc. At so Mitchie D. Hi. Chat us all up. Got it. Tell got all your Dota tweets. Tell us how much you hate us. Better yet, tell us how much you love us. I love everybody. Be good to one another. No one wants your Dota tweets. Only send those Dota <laughs> tweets. <laughs> If you want my Dota tweets, please send it to me. I think my my to do- Can you start an alt account? Yeah. My Dota tweet got so many favorites. Got so many favorites. <laughs> so many. Favorites. He said he couldn't log into Dota, and I said more like Donta. I love you. We're like, also I, we're like, doing how Mitch is currently doing a video games industry uh, Dota tournament. We are doing. I would like to point out that I did not initiate this conversation. We're doing another one, but it's for people who have literally never played Dota and will not play Dota until their first match of the tournament. Oh, that'll go well. And so, it's yeah. like a bunch of devs from the Campo Santo team who were like, 
a couple of those guys play a bunch of Dota, and the rest of them are like, what is this dumb game? Yeah. And now there's a tournament for those noobs. It's great. Yeah. I can't wait. By the way, Firewatch, is it coming to Xbox One? I hope so. I, I think eventually that'll come to consoles. They're focusing Not soon on PC enough. first. Go read Marty's preview. Nels Anderson. Yeah. Sean Vanneman. Yeah. Come on, dudes. Come on, dudes. Hmm. He wants that Xbox One. I can put you in touch with Phil Spencer. Let's make yeah. this happen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Come it's, on. Your game looks it's made awesome. In, like modified Unity, so they're able to. Yeah. Yeah, works. Unity you is. Can like... Put that on Wii U. Wii Unity. <laughs> Destin is at Destin Legary. Yeah, he's he left. Yeah. He bailed. Dead to us. Just yeah. Corpse. Rotting in the ground. Andrew Rust. is at Garfep. <laughs> Follow for all your Gearbox pre-order news. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, before we go, want to mention. IGN Prime. Part of that. I am technically paid to mention this plug, but I will say that IGN Prime legitimately is useful. Mm -hmm. uh, as I said a few weeks ago, I was I never had this. They never turned it on for me when I started working here. They turned it on for me after I did the first plug. How and are you enjoying those sweet, sweet ad-free videos? For the forget about. You get beta access to stuff and some legitimately cool games. Some, yep. some, some free games. But it's totally worth the thirty dollars a year just so you don't have to watch ads before videos on IGN. You That's don't what watch I use Expendables it for. ads every time you try to watch a trailer. So uh, IGN.com/slash/prime. If you're a frequent IGN reader, and we hope you are, please uh, help keep the lights on. Give us a look and get rid of your ads. It's so dark in so, here. So <laughs> I can't see Mitch. It's Reading getting, by candlelight. It's getting dim. And uh, most of you get the show on iTunes. Search Podcast Unlocked. Just click subscribe. The show will be fed to you automatically. Apparently, Mitch, you broke it last week. I, I got know. a lot of tweets that said broken, can't do, can't, Whatever, doesn't man. work. I don't know. I did the what thing. What happened? I put it on the internet, and it was fine. And then the next day, everyone's like, oh, it's broke now. <sighs> I don't know. Sort it out for next week while I'm gone. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, we're leaving. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Mitch Dyer, Sean Finnegan, the departed Destin Legary. He's dead. Whoa. Marty Sleva. Yeah. Ryan McCaffrey. This is Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. We'll see you folks this time next week. YouTube.com slash IGN Arena. Don't eat at Wendy's. <laughs>
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.